This is your host, Costa Chelsea, Chelsea Costa. You are tuned in to The Situation Talk, where we talk about all the juicy situations. Baby, ain't no tea too hot for me. All seriousness, though, I thank you guys being here, listening, tuning in. I appreciate you all. I love you all for your support. I just really wanted to get to this podcast and talk about some uncomfortable situations and bring it to the table. Stay tuned and enjoy. You know what I realized? I really, really love, love my people. I really do. Um... For those who don't know, I live in New Jersey, South Jersey to be exact. And um, it gets kind of boring down this motherfucker, I ain't going to lie. It's a lot to do in the summertime, but anybody that's ever been to New Jersey know that we have really hot summers and really cold fucking winters. Like Then we have half-ass bipolar in between those seasons, you know, what we like to call fall and spring. Um, I don't remember spring ever being like this. Like, in our seasons of spring, we get snow, rain, sun, uh, every goddamn piece of weather you think you could think of. Our spring is very bipolar. It, it has issues. Um, so what I like to do around winter and spring is go on vacation. I like to travel. Um, I try to travel as much as I can because I feel like it keeps me in tune with reality of life. Like, you know, I feel like if I just stay in New Jersey, if I stay in the United States, I um, do not realize that the world is bigger than myself and my family and my friends. Um, There's a lot of people out there, a lot of talent, a lot of wisdom. Um, I love it. I love traveling. Um. My favorite part about traveling is going to the beach. Like, I feel like it doesn't matter what beach you're at in the world. Every beach is connected by the body of water. And that's, like, dope as hell to me. So, I really, really love beaches. I'm looking forward to getting to the beach again as soon as possible so I can sit down with, like, a margarita and read a book. Like, that's all I want to do. I was talking to um, a friend earlier today. And my friend was, like, telling me that they like reading books and stuff. And I was really surprised because it was a guy. And I don't know too many guys who talk about reading books unless, you know, they've been in jail or something, you know. So it was just interesting of hearing just a regular Joe um, talking about how he likes reading books and stuff. And I was thinking about I'm like, damn, I used to really enjoy reading books. Like, I used to just sit on my porch and read a book. Now, this was back in the day when... um, you know, my kids would just be minding their goddamn business. Like, I don't understand. It's like ever since COVID, these kids have been all in my face all the time. And I don't get too much time to where I could just sit down and read a book. It's just like constantly something I always have to do. And I feel like because we've been kind of isolated, kind of, not really, but kind of, more than usual for the past two years, that my son, he's five years old, he feels like he needs so much attention. It drives me absolutely fucking crazy at this point. But, nevertheless to say, I look forward to get back to reading. 
um, I felt like reading really took me to another place. Like I would just sit back and just in fully indulge in a book and nothing seemed to like matter around me. Like I was nobody and somebody at the same time. The only thing that I could feel was the pages in my hand and the maybe the air or the wind blowing on my skin and that was it it was just like I couldn't hear anything somebody could be damn near shooting in the background and I wouldn't even hear it. somebody could be full-blown fucking just I mean getting it the fuck in and I wouldn't even pay it no attention because I'm so into my book somebody could be fucking snorting coke and I wouldn't even know it you know what I mean like you know, I, I don't I don't know. You could be doing any goddamn thing. You could commit a whole goddamn robbery. My house could be on fire. And I wouldn't even know it because I'm so into this goddamn book. Come on now. One of my favorite books, what got me into reading was Sister Soldier, The Coldest Winter Ever. I was walking. I was in high school. VHS, shout out to you. And I was walking down the hallway. I don't know who book this is, but it's my book now. It was on the floor. I picked it up. I was like, oh, there's some sexy lips. I like lips or whatever. Picked it up. I just read the first chapter and I was like, I'm hooked. Ever since then, I'm in the library getting all the hood novels, okay? And I just been reading ever since high school um, up until COVID because these kids can get put in a headlock. If they keep calling my goddamn name, I'm just saying, oh, Jesus, I'm so glad school's fully back open. Um, I don't know about y'all, but homeschooling was tough. Homeschooling was tough. Shout out to the single mothers. Okay. Shout out to you. You've been doing your thing, baby. Don't think I don't know. We don't know. And they don't know because they motherfucking know what it is. They know we out here doing what we got to do. They think we just so strong like we uh barnacle girl or something i don't i don't know i think they watch too much disney nickelodeon all the above because baby <laughs> let me just say congratulations to everyone out there listening if you are here listening that means you are alive and you have made it baby we done survived a fucking pandemic like i i, I have to remind myself of that every day every day that i think about um just saying fuck this shit I'm like bruh it's so many people who actually did not survive the pandemic you know what I mean so we just gotta take a moment of silence and you know pray and be grateful and take nothing for granted you know what I mean um but on another note shout out to the single fathers I see you I see you I've been seeing y'all I don't know if the city girls have arisen toxic bitches because i'm starting to see single fathers they're stepping out y'all i don't know have y'all seen it because i've definitely seen it i've been seeing it okay let me tell you something single fathers are fucking sexy i don't know if they know that but i'm starting to think they do because I think this is how my baby dad gets pussy. And this is how he was able to get pussy after being a father. Because the nigga ain't shit. I just don't. I don't want to say that out loud. But he ain't shit. 
rapper. I think he inspires to be something. I hope so. Shout out to you. But anyway, um, yeah, y'all are holding it down, single fathers. Holding it down, okay? So I've seen single fathers, right? And I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. But it was this man in Atlanta. I went to Atlanta, visit my aunts and some family in Atlanta this past summer. And I'm at a music festival. It was a reggae music festival in Atlanta. Shout out to ATL for holding it down with the musicals. Like, I love ATL. Every time I come to ATL, I think about moving. I do. I do. I think about moving there. I really do. Maybe one day. But anyway, so back to the story. So I'm at the music festival. I'm chilling. It's nothing but a bunch of black people. All right, my first instinct was to be scared. And I know that sounds crazy as hell because it's like, Kosa, you're black, right? Why would you be scared? Look, I'm from Jersey, okay? When it's a bunch of black people gathered together like this, that means somebody going to fight, somebody going to shoot. But that's why I love Atlanta so much because every time I come out there, I don't, I've never been around any violence. I've never been around anyone hostile, anyone fighting. I haven't heard any gunshots. You go to New York, you hear gunshots like every five seconds. Okay? Like, it's crazy up here. Pray for my people up here. Shout out to the Northerners. Okay? Um, but also shout out to down south. Y'all doing y'all motherfucking thing. But look, check this out. So I got turned on to single fathers once I went to Atlanta because I seen this man, young brother, okay? Fine, okay? Fine. Haircut, outfit, fine. He had one of them boards. I think it was like a hoverboard. And he had a wagon. And he had two little kids with him. And they was his kids. They was like, daddy, daddy, daddy. I thought this was the cutest shit ever. If I could took a picture, if I could have drew it, if I could have wrote him a song. Can I sing for you? Yours, mine's, ours. I can do this for hours. Sitting. All right. Okay. So the point is, that he was out at a festival with his two young children. They were like toddlers under the age of five. And they were happy to be with their daddy. They were well-behaved. They were well-dressed, well-groomed. He was too. He was out ready to have fun with his kids. I said, that's what I'm talking about. You deserve a Father's Day gift. That's what I'm talking about. You deserve some head breakfast and head what that nigga deserved the world that's a single father that I want in my life okay anyway so that's not the end of it so he had took his kids got him got them some food got them little toys they were so well behaved like I was like oh my god do you need a stepmom I don't know if that's appropriate but I'll be a stepmom you're so cute. I'm like, oh, my God. But the killer, y'all, the killer was when the music started playing and he was chilling. He was drinking. We was all chilling and drinking and stuff. And he had took off his little button up or whatever. And he had a gun on his hip. I was like, oh, my God. He's a gangster dad. 
these single dads is really coming, having a comeback. When the last time they had single dads? I don't know. Probably like 1930 or some shit like that. Single dads is coming back. Shout out for the comeback. I like. I'm telling you, I was so excited to see this man. This man gave me like a lifeline. You know what I mean? He gave me a hope for my community. He he had inspired me in ways that he would never know, honey. He would never know. You know why? Because I ain't say nothing. But the point is, he inspired me to just be me and be happy for who I am and um, show up as my best self, even if it may not look like it, you know, to some people, because some people are judgy, you know what I mean? Some people could have been like, oh, he's a terrible father. He has his kid at a reggae musical festival. Oh, he's a, you know, no, he's a motherfucking dad. I remember once upon a time before my dad lost his mind, um, my dad used to work on houses and built like fixing roofs and stuff. And he would have me sitting on the roof on one side of the roof while he was on the other side of the roof, stapling them things on the roof. And I was the happiest motherfucking toddler you could think of. OK, you can tell me shit about my dad, period. I don't care if he had me on a motherfucking roof in the middle of the summer. I don't care if I could barely motherfucking walk. Okay, it's like nah. I don't remember if I could walk or not, but the point is, um, we need our fathers in our community. So women, let the daddies be daddies, and men let the mommies be mommies too. Now, y'all be a little hard on us, thinking we so super strong, and we really not. We really fucking scared, just like you, motherfucker. Shit. Oops, excuse my language. You get the point, okay? We all out here trying to make it. We all scared. Um, we all worthy of some type of love, okay? So let's just love one another. You can love somebody enough to make a baby with them. Love them enough to understand that they are human beings, okay? We're all human beings. And that when you make a kid, um, that kid needs the whole... Um, how can I say this? I want to say the whole unit that made them because when I think of my parents, I think of them as one. So if one's fucking up, they both fucking up. You know what I mean? So just because you, as a mother, you make your, your shit together and the dad don't, you know, it make you look bad too. You both look bad. You both look stupid. Congratulations. You say you're trying to make each other look better or worse than the other and all this other goofy shit. You both look stupid. Okay, especially when you have a child to get you look dumb. How are you going to make the person you have a child with look dumb? I can't, you know, I can't say but so much because I done did that before. But that's besides the point. I When you when you know better, you do better. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. So I, I also the other day I was um in Jersey that happened you know I seen the one guy that was in um, Atlanta but I was in Jersey and I was walking um no I was driving and this little girl she was like she had to be like two years old she was so cute and she was with her little sister and she was they were with their daddy and daddy was walking them to the store oh daddy just knew that nigga knew that 
them two little girls was going to get him some pussy. Because them little girls was trying to get them a stepmom at the, the damn store. I almost stopped and gave him a lollipop. And I didn't even have a lollipop. I was just going to go in the store and buy one. Because she was so cute. She was like, hi. I said, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. I remember when I had a little daughter like that. Ugh. Look, men, get y'all kids. It's a lady's magnet. It's very attractive to see a man taking care of his children. I mean, just to see a man with his kids. You ever seen a man push a stroller? Oh, my God. Baby, I don't know what it is about pushing a stroller. It's giving me very, like, strong calf vibes and, and you know, good hand control, big hands. You you ever been with a man with big hands? Because I love a man with big hands. It just make you feel secure, you know? Um, yeah, the way a man pushes a stroller, like it's nothing. Like it's like nothing. It's very attractive. Just like when you see a man at the grocery store going grocery shopping, it's like, oh, you care about what you eat? Oh, my God. He is so amazing. He's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, um, you know, I hear a lot of men, they sit here and talk about, yeah, um, my kids, my, my baby mama won't let me see my kids. Nigga, go to court. Stop being prideful. Go to court. Fight for your kids. Get custody. Okay? If you can't deal with your children 24-7 and have full custody of your kids, go pay child support. End of the discussion. I would tell anybody that. Man or woman, women, if you are having children that you do not want to have 24-7 and be a full-time mother, pay child support. There's no freebies out here. You're not about to be out here just making kids and not taking care of them at all in no type of way. Nobody is. So at the end of the day, men, fight for your kids. If you cannot have your kids all the time, pay child support. Now, if the baby mother is making that complicated for you, Go to court and fight for it. Fight for your right. I What I'm noticing and what I'm hearing is a lot of men nowadays are starting to go to court. And you know what's happening when they go to court? They're winning. They're winning. They're winning. That's what's happening. They're actually getting custody of their children. They're actually getting what they asked for in uh, child support. Um, they're actually being able to say, no, I'm not about to pay you $2,000 a month for Ray Ray. Um, I'm just going to pay you enough to make sure my son is okay. Cause guess what? Niggas is showing up to court now. Niggas ain't scared no more. Y'all need to stop being scared. Okay. Stop being scared. Go take yourself up there to court. You ain't got nothing to be scared of no more. Okay. Learn, educate, and prepare yourself for the situation. If you cannot make it work with the mother of your children or the father of your children, you're going to have to prepare yourself for the things that are going to come um, before you. And that's just the reality of it. I mean, this is things that people don't talk about. Like, I think, like, yeah, they talk about, you know, safe sex, use a condom, birth control, pull out, whatever. I don't know. Um, but no one ever talks about, well, people do talk about being a single mother, you know, but no one ever talks about being a single father. Um, they kind of give women all the, you know, oh, you could take him to court and get him for child support. You could do this. You could do that because you're a woman. Da, 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 da. Men have rights, too. 
and men are starting to learn their rights and are starting to practice their rights. And I want to say shout out to you because I do think children need their father. Being with your father is very, very important. Okay. And I do think being with your mother is very, very important. I don't think one is better than the other. I think it took two and it's going to take two, two. And that's it. It might take four. Okay. You might need a village. Okay. Cause we do need a village out here. No lie. Yeah, we need a village. We all need a fucking village out here. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, basically what I wanted to say is fight for your children. If you aren't fighting for your children, who will? All right, on to the next. So the thing about these fathers that I've been seeing lately is like, you know, making me look forward to Valentine's Day. And I, I, I kind of look forward to, I mean, not Valentine's Day. Ooh, child. Mm. I meant Father's Day, okay? Father's Day. Father's Day has always been like a hit or miss with me, you know? Um, I do have a father. I have a father, a biological father, a father who raised me. And I also have a godfather. Um, I've Oh, and I had a stepfather, too. Um, so... Yeah, uh, you never know who to invest in, you know, because out of all them fathers, mm, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving forward, I ain't going to get all the way into that. But my point is, I'm to the point in my life where I look forward to Father's Day, even though I have no, like, actual place with it right now. But I look forward to having, like, a special man in my life to where I could just, like, give him a father's day gift like he's actual good father like i'm looking to find me a single father i want to find a single father and i can't wait to buy him a watch not really i'm just playing but i'm serious i'm serious at the same time like i would love to do that for a man like just you know buy him a watch like be on time daddy for the soccer game okay love you bye um yeah, Father's Day is 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 a a day I do want to celebrate one day. Um, you know I think about uh getting my baby daddy um something for Father's Day. I have thought about it, but that nigga makes me sick. Like, I, ooh, child, I just can't like. I, I don't know I don't know what to do about it I don't I don't know how to feel about it um but we we just gonna pray on it okay um that that's what we're gonna do we're gonna put that in God's hands because what else can we really do you know what can we really do about shit I'm I'm serious like people be acting like you could really do something about it I, the the shit that I hear people say about other motherfuckers they always got something to say about another motherfucker but they ain't got nothing to say about their own goddamn self. That's the one thing that kills me about people. You know, they're always judging people that got kids and, you know, baby mamas. But it's hard. It's hard, okay? It's really hard. It's so hard. I don't know. Like, if I could write a book, I would, okay? But I haven't got that far yet in my um consistency. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm a hot mess, okay? Hot mom, hot girl, hot mess, same thing. Hot summer. What? Where the hot boy is at? I don't know. Um. 
Yeah, but I think like I kind of do have daddy issues in a sense. Um, I know people have like a stigma about that, but I, you know what I've noticed? A lot of us have issues any motherfucking way. Like, I, I mean, I think everybody has some dynamic of daddy issues and mommy issues and boyfriend issues and friends issues and sibling issues and ugly issues and insecurity issues, money issues, little dick issues, dry pussy issues, broke issues stupid than a motherfucking issue um shall i continue because everybody got some motherfucking issues around here and i feel like they like to shine light on your issues and they want to put their issues in the dark so yeah i could say i probably most likely have daddy issues and i'm okay with that because i'm a bad bitch um and, you know, I feel like I'm a great mother, despite what it is. And I did the best the fuck I could with the fuck I got. So, fuck you. Kiss my ass. Ha! Next. All right. But, yeah, so, um, I think I tried my best to be, like, a supportive woman to the father of my children because I wanted him to be the best man and father he could possibly be. And that comes from daddy issues because I shouldn't have did that shit. But, you know, um, I felt like, you know, my from a, a, a child's point of view, looking at things, um, I felt like men didn't have a fair shot at being fathers because we were, I felt like my mom had a lot of control over a lot of different things. Like my dad just, you know, let my mom have a lot of control. But I think like that was more so because they had this narrative back in, you know, the nineties that, you know, moms were more suitable for being parents or, you know, whatever. And, um, they also, you know, felt like it was more of a woman's duty to be nurturing and caring and, you know, all that other things. Like, back in the 90s, if you seen a man seeing her pushing a stroller, he was clowned. He probably looked as, like, a sucker, like, gay or some shit like that. But, yeah, so that was the narrative. And I think, like, you know, a lot of fathers, they give up on their rights as men because they don't want to overstep that boundary into being, like, a bitch-ass nigga or something like that. But in reality, like... I think what people are starting to come to realize is that, you know, being a father is not a bitch ass nigga move, period. And it doesn't matter how you be a father. Who is who who has the right to tell you what kind of father you should be or how you should be a father, whether whether it's part time, child support time or full time. You're still being a father at the end of the day and you got to do what's best for you. And you got to do something. You have to do something when it comes to being a father. But, yeah, so I think I have daddy issues because of the dynamic that was pushed more so back then, like, you know, by society. Um, this is why I, I'm very I'm very pro live your best life and be unapologetic about it. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't mean be irresponsible and don't take care of your responsibilities. What I mean by that is. Do what you really want to do and be unapologetic about it and say, fuck these people, okay? So I like to consider myself a very empathetic person. And reason being is because 
I try to put myself in the shoes of um, single fathers and trying to relate to how some of they how some of them feel. Um, and a lot of times, you know what? Not I, I want. I don't want to say single fathers. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, single fathers, but also fathers who are saying like. You know, they're being treated unfair by the mother of their children or the justice system and stuff like that. And a lot of times I don't find myself being able to empathize with them or have any sympathy for them because of the simple fact that they won't even take the initiative to actually fight. Um, You have to fight for what you want in life, no matter what you're doing. I see guys um, that talk about how unfair people are to them when it comes to, you know, them being a father. But at the same time, you're fighting for, you know, the fact that a nigga stepped on your shoes or disrespected your set or, you know, any, like, stupid shit. I see niggas fighting on social media about what they said. He say, she say shit. Um, I think motherfuckers pick and choose what they want to fight for, you know. And I feel like that tells you more about a person than anything you know I really I'm a strong believer in you can't control or predict what happens in your life you know like shit just happens that's a part of life but that doesn't determine who you are the fact that you know maybe you are single now doesn't necessarily define who you are as a person what defines you as a person is what you do once you become single. What you do once you become a single father or once you become a single mother, that's what really determines your character as a person. So I, I think about, you know, me being a mom, because I am a mom now. I've been a mom for most of my adult life, like actually all my adult life. My daughter is 12, and I have a five-year-old, so um, I think about, like, if I didn't have custody of my children, like, if my children were with anybody in the world, like, there's no way I couldn't come out my pocket at any given time for my children. Like, I would just always make sure they have everything, especially because of the fact that I, I'm not even there for them. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do or what I got to do, you know? Even even now that I do have my kids most of the time, 24-7, um, I still do for them like you know what I mean just because I have them doesn't mean I don't do for them you know even when they go to like a babysitter my sisters my cousins my family members they go to their fathers like I'm type of mother like even if they go to their fathers I want to make sure that my kids have anything that they need while they're over there yeah it's nice and it would be great if he could just make sure they're good you know all the time or or that people who that they're they're with can make sure that they're good all the time but if it's needed, I'm going to give it with no question because who am I to, like, say no to that? You know, that's that's my, that, that's my, that, those are my kids. They're my responsibilities. It's even to the point, like, you know, um, like if my sister gets my kids or whatever like that, I give her my car. I give her a card, you know, with money on it, you know, things like access, you know, I like I, I couldn't see it. Like I hear niggas complain about, oh, um, my the child support I pay is for the child, not the electric bill, or it's for the um 
for their shoes or their clothes, not your nails. Like, go get your motherfucking nails. Like, I wouldn't even care. Like, if the shoe was on the other foot and I was paying child support and my baby dad was the sole uh, caretaker, sole provider, or whatever you want to call it, for their kids, um, there's nothing that I would have that they couldn't have access to at all. Nothing. Nothing. Like, the fuck? If I could, I would put that nigga in a house and a car. Like, free, like just on me, off the strength of my kids. Like, I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I just can't relate with a lot of these men um, that complain about, you know, their little issues that they, you know, not little. I don't want to um, devalue, you know, the things. But I, I just want to say this. Um, people that's out there doing your thing, doing your thing, taking care of your business, congratulations and thank you. Because you're a part of a community that's well needed. We need a community with people that has empathy, sympathy, and can actually, you know, put their money where their mouth is and has integrity and, you know, just all those good things. Like, when we see stuff like that, we need to commend people. We need to uh, celebrate them. So, you know, without being said, I love me some... um, Single father, shout out to you. If you need a stepmother, um, slide in my DM. I'm single. Um, anyway, on to the next topic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I also feel like, you know, a lot of people do have parent issues. You know, it may not be daddy issues, maybe mommy issues. I'm learning that. Like, the more and more I talk to people and I socialize like everybody don't have daddy issues right um but some people have mommy issues and that's that was crazy to me and I didn't know that that was a thing until I met people who had straight up mommy issues like it was like evident you know um and then I realized I got mommy issues too it's a lot of things that um, I do today and that I've done up to this day because or in spite of my mother. I'm like, I don't want to be like her, you know, like I don't want to have multiple baby daddies and stuff like that. So I carried myself in a certain way and I did certain things so I won't be like my mother. Those are issues, man. We need to unwrap all these issues that we have, people, and be honest with ourselves. And be okay. Like, forgive yourself. You are you human. You can't even, like, do anything about that shit. But what you can do is fight for your motherfucking kids and take care of your goddamn kids and do what you got to do as a parent. That's what you can't do. You can't do nothing about what your parents did. You know what I mean? You just got to be honest with yourself and just move forward. So that's why, like, I'm very honest and open. I'm an open book. Can't nobody really, like say anything about me as a person to really hurt me honestly when people try to hurt me because of my dynamic or what has happened to me that was completely out of my fucking control completely out of my control I had no motherfucking determination or power in what the fuck happened to me at the moment that it happened you know what I'm saying so when people try to throw that in my face it just shows me those who those people are and that I don't need those people around me. So I'm okay with people trying to, like, throw shade about any dynamic that I have or had going on in my life that was completely out of my control. It's It kind of reminds me, like, what kind of motherfucker would sit here and make jokes about a somebody that was in, like, 
a hurricane or something, and they lost their whole house. You know, a motherfucker be like, that's why you was in that motherfucking hurricane, you little dumb bitch. You should have you lived in another state. It's like, what type of shit is that to say to somebody? Like, they had no control over that. Like, there was nothing that they could do about that. Yeah, you could sit here and say that they could have lived in another state, but it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, what, what actually determines that person's character is the fact that they kept going, even though a hurricane hit their home and destroyed everything that they had and that they owned, they kept going and kept fighting. You have some people who get hit by hurricane and they give up and they think that their whole life is a complete mess because of that one tragic that happened in their life. So just keep moving forward. But we all know it ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker that just run into traffic all the time. You know, they like, oh man, I hate traffic. But they actually just go head first into that shit, like all the time. Like they, it's like the pe- you got people in the world that, but like I hate water or I can't swim. But they get on a boat and they jump off the boat with no life jacket. Like, what made you do that, sir? I don't understand. So kind of, you know, reminds me of people who have like a bunch of kids and. Uh, you know, whatever, and they just out here fucking raw, and they not using no like, like protection at all. You know, you got females out here on baby number eight, and she never been on birth control a day in her life, and she don't know what a condom is if it smacked her in the fucking face. Um, what are you complaining about, ma'am? Um, what are you really complaining about? For real. and then um, you got men. I found the same thing. They're like, man, I ain't uh, I ain't pulling out. I don't believe in that. I'm not putting no condom on. I don't feel anything. I don't like it. Um, I'm not getting my balls snipped. I would never do that to myself. That's a disgrace to my body. Um, if a bitch get pregnant, she better not ask me for child support because I'm not taking care of no babies. Um... If I take you on a date, you better let me fuck, though. Um, I just hear it all. Like, I hear so many different things that people say, and those people are just absolutely motherfucking crazy. Like, I, I, don't, I just ain't got time for y'all. I really don't. I really don't. You love, you love the raw sex, but you hate the outcome. Stop fucking raw. Use condoms. There's condoms everywhere. And they're giving them out for free at the clinic. I don't know if y'all know that. I should do a motherfucker. They should, there should be, like, YouTube videos of how to have good, protective, safe sex. Like, for real. Like, I don't understand how people is out here just... Like, it's 2022. Like, how don't y'all know how to have, like, safe sex at this point? Like, there's so many ways, preventative ways to just not have unwanted pregnancies and... And shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, it, motherfuckers is more scared to get pregnant or have a baby than they is to get a motherfucking STD. Uh, it's it's crazy. So that brings me to my next topic, um, which is celibacy and abstinence. So come to find out, a lot of people don't even know what the fuck that is. Like, dead ass. They just be saying that shit just to say, they be like, oh, I'm celibate, I'm celibate. Sell a little bit of what? Because it looked like you selling a little bit of ass. That's what it looked like to me. You ain't no goddamn celibate. Get the fuck out my face. Get gone now. 
I had a man tell me he was celibate. I said, oh, so what you waiting for marriage? He said, nah, nah, nah I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's what it is, nigga. What you mean? What, you, you telling me you don't know the definition? Because celibate is, means that you're not having sex until marriage. It means that you're practicing abstinence until marriage. There's a difference between celibacy and abstinence. I cannot believe motherfuckers don't know this shit. Did y'all... You could tell when the motherfuckers, like, barely made it through school. You could just tell. You could tell when a motherfucker ain't even graduate. You wasn't even there. Where was you at? You wasn't in school, was you? I, I could just tell. You you wasn't there, was you? You was in ISS all the time. Coloring, wasn't you? I know it. I, I know it when I seize it. I know it when I sees it. You was coloring in school. I know it. You was in the 12th grade, and you had the best coloring books on the block. Yes, you did. You was selling artwork in the bathroom. It was you. Because if you don't know what the fuck abstinence means, then you the motherfucking problem. Okay? Um, abstinence is a great thing. Um... I practice that very often. I don't I don't know if like I hear people say like I got to get some at least once a week all the week. Like so you telling me your whole fucking life like I mean literally like the period of you being sexually um involved, right? Or not being a virgin, whatever you want to call it. Your whole sex life. You don't you never practice abstinence? So you just be going fucking, fucking, and fucking, and fucking, and fucking. That explains a lot. It explains why niggas be so thirsty. Because I I don't get it. I don't get it. So you telling me you haven't took more than a week off your entire sex life? Hmm? That's crazy. How do you... How? And then I also hear people say, Oh, man, I get more sex when I'm single than I do in a relationship. Oh, Wow. What is going on out here? I, I really don't know. For me, I fall into abstinence by accident because I be, like, doing shit. Like, I have a life, you know, like, besides having sex. Now, like, when I'm when I'm feeling somebody, when I really, really like somebody and I'm feeling them and I just, you know, want to feel them inside of me, um... Yeah, I'll be getting it in, but when that's over, it's over. I am not out here just fucking everybody. Like, I don't, it's not that fucking important. You know what, it's like a million other things you could do. Like, literally, like when uh, I end uh, things with someone, whether it was just uh, emotional, mental, spiritual, or sexual, like whatever it is, when it ends with sex, um... But I I start to do other things like I I'll like oh let me hit the gym let me hit the gym let me diet let me diet oh let me redo my whole home like let me redecorate let me go clean my car detail that shit like you know that should take me about two three days to detail it because I feel like I'm not doing a good job it's just like so many things that I could do or that I get involved in like with work with my children. Um, with life in general to the point where I'm like, damn, it's been months since I had sex. I forgot all about it. And, you know, a lot of times it comes up when I see guys. Like, if I'm in the house, like, and I don't be on social media and I'll never talk to nobody, it never really, like, comes up. But as soon as I step out, I see a guy, he's trying to talk to me, or I'm on social media, you, you 
flying down your news feed, all you see is ass and titties and dick and sexual memes. Um, when you talk to niggas, they talk, oh, you look real good. You look like you got some good pussy, girl. You look like you can fuck real good. I know you do. You got two kids. You got good pussy. You got good pussy. Like, what, nigga? The fuck is you talking about? When the last time you had sex, girl? When the last time somebody ate you the fuck out? Nigga, I don't. What? Oh, my God. And I automatically get anxiety, and I'm like, I need a man. I need a man. I need a man. Because these motherfuckers is scary out here. It's scary. It's scary. Niggas out here just want to suck on your pussy, touch on your private parts. I don't like that shit. I don't know you, sir. I don't know you. Niggas be like, hey, how are you? My name is such and such. You want to come cuddle with me tonight? No, I don't. You might have bed bugs, nigga. I don't, like, it's not worth it to me. It's not. So abstinence is very easy for me to, like, be involved in. It's like when you just, you know, a period in your life where you don't have sex. That's abstinence. Now, I caught myself practicing abstinence. And practicing abstinence is harder than accidentally falling in abstinence. Like, yeah, falling accidentally falling into abstinence is is a good thing. You know, you're so busy and you're so like concentrated on, you know, things in life that you don't even think about sex or whatever. But when you have to practice that shit, it's like detoxing. Like, oh my God, like you're trying to get over your ex. You love him so much. And the only thing you ever did was be with this nigga and fuck on this nigga all day long. Um, so then when, when things end now, you don't know what to do. You know, you, you can either hop on somebody else to try to get over him but what that would do is have you go back to the toxic dick. That happens a lot. Like, you end up literally going back because when you fuck with somebody else, it ain't going to be the same at all. It's not going to be the same at all. So it's going to make you be like, I miss him even more. So... I think that is the hardest time to practice um, abstinence. But people, I mean, try it. Give it a try. Give your give your dick a rest. Your dicks are tired. And by the time you guys hit 40, yeah, your dicks be so tired, you can't keep it up. You got to take Viagra. You're too young for that. Like, give it a rest. Like, practice abstinence so, you know, you can last until you're, like, 65 or something. Come on now, dude. Y'all y'all wearing your dicks out so bad to the point some of y'all taking Viagra in your 30s. Like, really? Like, y'all been fucking that much? Like, it's okay not to fuck, you know? It's okay. It really is. Like, you're not less of a man or anything if you just keep your dick in your pants. Like, I promise you. Um, ladies, same thing. It's nothing wrong with giving that pussy some rest. Let it let it sit down. Let it have let it have some time. You know, soak it. Put it in the bath. Shoot, let that box stop being beat up. Pussy probably mad as hell at you. You've been fucking every day for the past ten years. Give it up. Give it up. Getting dick down. Give it up. Just give it a rest. Give. It, I'm not saying don't ever have sex again. I'm not saying practice celibacy to get married. You may not want to get married. Everybody don't want to get married. You know. Um, marriage is something else, you know, so, you know, this society ain't really, um, it ain't really given what it was supposed to give, you know, I I don't, I don't know, um, but you get my point, 
You know, everybody ain't got to wait till marriage. But give it a rest. You can do that. Do that part. You know, I, I, I promise you, you enjoy it a lot more when you get back in the game. It's a whole lot of fun. When, when, you, when you give it a rest, you get some good rest, recover, you know, do some stretches, moisturize and repeat, wash, repeat, moisturize, and get back in the game. Brand new, squeaky clean, baby. Don't burn yourself out, all right? All right, well, that was the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I got more coming to you live and direct. This is the Situation Talk. This is your girl, Kosa Chelsea, Chelsea Kosa. I just want to say shout out to the single fathers. I love you. I can't wait till Father's Day. And I look forward to buying somebody's single, well, somebody's father a watch. Maybe a wallet. I don't know. What about a scarf? I don't know. Something. I'm going to do something for somebody daddy today. I mean, you know what? Let me get my mind somewhere productive. All right. Peace out. Be safe. Add this podcast to your playlist. Okay? I ain't going nowhere. I'm here to stay, baby. And this your girl, Coach Chelsea, signing out once again. And this is the situation.